welcome to this podcast, Flashlights in the Dark. We are four tireless seekers willing to share with you our fascination for consciousness, for the consciousness of us humans. We are Juliette from the Netherlands, Job from Belgium, Lorena from Canada, and Bart from Belgium. With this podcast, we hope to give you new perspectives, stimulate new ways of thinking. Welcome. Welcome at episode 10 of Flashlights in the Dark. Today we talk with Bart Koning about human violence. And since this is episode 10, I don't think Bart needs a long introduction. Uh, we did that already in the previous episodes. But if you want to know more about him, you can always go to his personal website, bartdekoning.be, or to the website of our school in Belgium, reconstructiveschool.be. Let's dive into the topic, human violence. Why this topic, Bart? Um, well, I think it's really a personal topic. Since uh, early childhood, I'm really fascinated in in violence, in in uh, and the way I saw it when in the first part of my life, uh, I was really focused on I think on what caused pain like the type of violence, you know, when you hit somebody or when you kill somebody. Uh, uh, for example, the violence I saw in sports like football, where you could get hurt and where people were kicking. Uh, so in that perception of violence, and I, I, was, I was really fascinated by it and, and also afraid of it. In that um, perception of violence, the, the, my fear was pain, like physical pain. And I couldn't understand that humans were causing pain to each other. But at the same time, I had an incredible fascination for animals as well. And of course, they, you know, they kill kind of easily because they, mm -hmm. they, they want food. They need food. So there it's kind of a more natural behavior. So in that early childhood perception of mine, the violence was more in the man, like the men were, were have that physical violence and were capable of hurting the other, mostly mm -hmm. women or each other and causing really physical pain. And I couldn't, I was really afraid of that and I, I couldn't understand it. And then of course, I, I kept that vision and, and experimenting. And then later on in life, I learned that there is also something like emotional pain like mm -hmm. even without physical pain you can really hurt somebody or you can really get hurt so then my vision of what was violence they, they become like wider and wider and wider and finally yeah i i and, and and this is what i really love about this last period of my life and about what reconstructive gave me is that i can see that that there is violence in every human like like it's part of our survival instincts we want to live, you know, we want to live. And, and the reality is, uh, well, if there is a tree on this, on this place, on this right place on earth, there can't be another tree. So it's always about a little bit about, well, if you really want to live, then, then uh, th that is like the most precious thing we have. And I really like 
and, and I tell it a lot to, to my clients, well, if you are on an island and there is nobody there and there is no food and you and me, we are on that island and well, we both will want to survive so strongly that we will have the tendency to kill each other. So like the violence is there if you, if you really push it to an extreme situation, well, then, then we are violence. Why? Because we want to stay alive. And, and that is like the higher, the higher force. And because it, it, it has been in my life a fascination and a learning process, that's why I really love to, to think about this topic and to talk about this uh, topic. And um, when did it change for you, this, this you say like in, in your work, this, this, um, this view of looking at, at violence for yourself? And how was that, that this that something that you looked from one side get broader. Well, that's of course the the wisdom that uh, the events of life give you. It's, it's like it, it changed through personal experiences, personal experiences of pain, of emotional pain, of rejection, of of situations I couldn't understand. So then I understood that also between humans without like physical violence, without, uh, well, uh, you know, like like the, the, the typical violence we have, like with the gun or, you know, fighting or with, with, with physical violence, mm -hmm. th there can be really a lot of pain in, in that exchange and that there is a, a shared responsibility, like, like always. Uh, so then I understood that in our perception, if the other doesn't exist, if in my perception, the, the, this, the reality of the other doesn't exist, well, that is violent as well. That is violent as well, that I only, I only see my side of the, of, of the situation. I only see my side, or, or I can feel my side of the, the victim I am, or, and, and, and that, so, so that, well, the, the truth, the, the, the realities as they came in my life when I'm 58, so that means I, I lived a lot and uh, I experienced a lot in relationships and relationships have always been, all kinds of relationships have always been like so interesting to me because I really wanted to understand what is it about? What is the shared responsibility? What is my view? What is the view of the other? And why is contact so difficult? Why? Why is there so much violence that suddenly appears in relationships that until then seemed so well okay or so so uh, so yeah that, so then so uh, do you do you also mean then so in relationships when we are trying to to have a good relationship with people we sometimes don't see the violence of the other or our own violence and then at a certain points it gets more clear in what way both of us or someone one of us is is, is violence well the way i see it now and that's of course also because of the division and the theory in reconstructive and in school if we are in automatic pilot if, if we are in in unconscious like uh, keeping our vision of how things are we are violent we are violent and of course in that state mm. or we are too focused and we only see the violence of the other we see him as the enemy or 
we see him as good, but we, we, there are always things we don't see. So that is violent. I think if, if uh, uh, we need consciousness about ourselves, about the relationship and about the other, to, to, that, that's the only escape out of that violent dynamic. I think an, an, an automatic dynamic is always violent. Because the reality, the real truth, the real reality isn't isn't shown. It's 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 what I want to see. I project on the other what I want to see, and it can be something good, something you know, like you are my you you will save me, you will help me, or it can be something awful. Uh, you are the enemy, but it's it's always a projection, and I think projecting is violent. Is of course human, but you know we humans we are animals. We are born. In, in the in the primal state, we are born as animals, and it's only a process of consciousness who, who can really, like like, uh, well, push out a little bit a little bit further from that state. But a lot of most of us, we need to 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 come in terms with our violence, with our animal instinctive state, and 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 destroy a little bit the innocent image we have of, of ourselves. Well. You are very known into this topic and also your teacher. So you're using the words of projection and violence. Can you explain those words a little bit more, what they mean and how they are connected? Because some people, for them, it's maybe new to, to, to hear about projections and to hear about violence in that context. Oh, yeah, projection is like a dear a word that is dear to me, um, it's, it's like I'm a Gestalt therapist, um, like that was the, my, my first step into the, the world of the, of the personal development and Fritz Perls is the, is the, well, the, 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 the big man of Gestalt and he said 80% uh, of human, I think of human interaction is projection and the other 20% as well. So that is kind of so all we see in the other is of ourselves so we project uh, it's like glasses we have on and if my glasses are red i see everything red but it's my glasses i see my red in the other that's projection that's mm -hmm. all i see in the other but but it's all of me what i don't have in me i can't see in the other and that that for me that's something really mm -hmm. really precious like, uh, well, if I don't have it, I can't see it. I can't perceive it. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't exist in a way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't exist. So everything I see in the other, if I see stupidity, uh, if I see uh, the uh, uh, evilness, if I see uh, a witch, if I see whatever I see in the other, is of me. It's, it's my filter. It's, 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 it's my eyes and it's my focus. And if I focus on the evilness on the other, I will see evilness. If I focus on the, the goodness of the other, I will that that is information that is coming to me. So that is projection. Yes. Okay. And so and you said projection is equal to violence. Yeah, because way? it's it's what is violence? I think I think violence is that the reality of the other doesn't exist. That the, the reality of the other doesn't exist. There, there is only my reality. So there is no relationship in a way because it's, it's like it's me.
it's me and it's something that is and of course it's a it's a human instinct and we, we we want to fight for our life in a way and and as animals well animals they are really known to be really egoistic without and they are really in a good flow because of that but uh well for us ta in our task as human i think it's it's uh well the task is the biggest challenge is to be in relationship and if we are in relationship it is not only my reality my projection that is important but also the reality of the other and also the projection of the other and and of course how how can we relate how can we communicate knowing that we both have a perception that we both project but how how are we going to deal with it and and, and i think the 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 only way out out of this is is to communicate to communicate on a, on a conscious way to know that you project to know that that violence is in you to know that that your perception isn't the only reality and that at the other side there is another reality another perception but then what do you want how are we going to deal with this and and i think the biggest work for us humans is to take back our projections to take back our projections that means if i see violence of whatever i see in others okay i take it back and then the question is how are we going to deal with this how are we going to communicate with this what do i want to say what i don't what, what is it i don't want to say so so those kind of, of questions and then you are like more aware more responsible and then you could say that that, that the, the violence is different but if you are in denial of your own i would say anger but also violent instincts if you are in denial then you project it what you can't see of yourself you project on others that's 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 yeah. kind of that's the idea of the shadow all i can't mm. see mm. of myself i yeah. see it like even and my focus is on that part in others what I found really interesting when I learned in, in previous educations about the, the triangle of perpetrator, victim and helper. Because I think, uh, at least for myself, but what I also see in society is that, um, yeah, in victim and in helper, it's, it's sort of a, a, a label of almost good and the perpetrator is the wrong. And I think there is the, a really important thing about becoming conscious and becoming aware in what way the helper or the victim can also be really violent. I, I think uh, our brain, uh, in a way, was conceived to save us, to save us you could say from our deeper reality, our deeper, maybe instinctive reality. And in our brain, it's always about good or bad. So our brain is always is always dividing in good things and bad things. I feel good, I feel bad. And it's always looking for that. And it's a way to, to keep myself safe, safe in control. Mm. If my brain can judge good, bad, it, it feels in control, okay? Um, and 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 of course there is a reality underneath of that the, in a way uh, outside of that perception there is no good and bad there is no good and bad if a lion kills an antelope because he wants to eat 
and he takes one antelope and he leaves all the 99 others, of course, that isn't, there is no justice in there, but who's the bad one? Who's the, you know, who's the, who's the bad one? Who's the good one? And imagine there was then another lion who tries to help the antelope. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you, in, in that situation, there is simply no good and bad. There is no good and bad. The, the, and I think in the really essence of, of, of life, there is no good and bad. It's in our perception, we as humans, we have the need to project. And, and of course, as soon as we do that, as we divide in good and bad, we are in a way projecting, so helping ourselves, so we are violent. So of course, the, the victim, perpetrator, uh, helper, triangle, well, they are all the same. They are all the same. They are the victim is perpetrator and is helper, and the helper is victim and perpetrator. So it's a, it's like a, uh, uh, well, they they change roles, they change functions. Mm. It's, it's 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 a triangle that comes out of our mind. Mm. It, it isn't uh, well. You would say that the victim needs consciousness that well there is a part of perpetrator in him and that he's part of the dynamic with the perpetrator and that he doesn't need the helper from outside. He, 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 he need to be, to become the helper for himself. And that is by raising his awareness that he's not only a victim, but also a perpetrator. The perpetrator, he needs awareness that, well, he's not the only responsible. The victim has part of the, of the responsibility and well, the, 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 the helper isn't really helping and he's certainly not helping him. So he needs to be aware as well that he has a helper inside and that he doesn't need that dynamic. And the helper, he needs to be aware that he, he projects both parts out of himself because he's too afraid, well, to feel his own victim and to feel his own perpetrator. So he helps not to feel not to feel inside of him. So in a way, he becomes perpetrator by doing that and he yeah. becomes victim. So that is the process of awareness that both that the three functions can have. But I think that the biggest thing is to realize that it's part of our mental perception. It's, it's, it's our brain that creates those, those three entities. And, and that is projection as well, you know, that is projection as well. And I think as helpers, for me, that is, I'm, 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 I'm a teacher for coaches and for therapists. And my biggest aim or my biggest passion is to, to make them aware that if you only focus on being a helper, then you are lost, then you become yeah. a perpetrator and a victim. So you need, I think the 50%, 50% responsibility is so basic for every helper that yeah. you only, well, you are only part, partly responsible for the dynamic. And if you help too much, then you become like 100% responsibility and then you are part of that triangle and you are lost. Yeah. So that is like, 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 like in essence. And for me, a helper who has a, a really uh, narrow vision and he thinks he's, he's a, the, the, the helper and that the violence is only in the perpetrator and that the victim is totally victim. Well, he is violent. That is violent. That, that narrow perception is always violent. Yeah. 
in my yeah. definition, of course, that's my definition. That's the way I, I learned to see and I, the way I look now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I really love using it and also for myself because it took me a long time to get it clear. I think it's, it's in one way it's really e simple and but it's so different than what I've learned or what we've learned in society. And I, I always thought that everything that I did as helping was good but as soon as you see that you do it also more for yourself then, then it's also changing. Thank you for that uh, extra explanation. Okay, we uh, touched several uh, subjects about uh, human violence. And um, I, we noticed and we know that in transpersonal coaching and in reconstructive, uh, in some way it supports us to, to work with that or to make uh, space to uh, have an experience that you've something you have uh, uh, in violence you've never experienced before. What makes our approach of, of transpersonal and reconstructive, how does it um, come that it supports to experience something new about violence? Well, um... I think in our perception, so what is our perception? That's the way we learn to perceive, that's the way our brain took over all control. In that perception, uh, well, we have a, a, a very limited, narrow image of violence, of our own violence and of the violence of others. Okay, we have, we, we are afraid of it or, you know, it's, it's, it's narrow. And in reconstructive, reconstructive is an experience. Mm -hmm. So you experience that in your body that violence or anger or whatever is happening there is totally different energetically than you thought it was. It, 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 it mm. can have you, you. I personally, I experienced, wow, there is a lot of strength in it. Wow, there is a lot of life in it. Wow, everybody has it. So, so that was for me, was like mm. mind blowing. It was like, wow, it yeah. changed my total. So, so, and it's an experience. That means it, it, it is in your body. And, and then, of course, your body knows touches like a deeper truth without words, but it, it, it really opens your mind mm. uh, about those concepts, about what is love, what is hate, you know, like the, the, those, those concepts. And, and because your mind is changing and your body experiences something new, well, it helps you to, 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 to look differently and to, to, to stay out of, of old patterns. So that means that the fear, for me, the fear of my own violence, like, like went down. I said, oh my God, it's strength, yeah. it's strength. And of course yeah. I need something, but do I need consciousness? But the fear of the violence of others and of my own, well, it, 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 mm. it became less. And so I, I, I would say I gained like more control over my anger, more understanding also. Okay, what, what, who is it I am then with all those different yeah. Difficult feelings because anger is a different feel, a difficult feeling. Shame is a difficult feeling. Guilt is a difficult feeling. Those are difficult. So you need a deeper understanding. I would say beyond words, beyond mentally, but you need a deeper understanding. And for me personally, the the reason I am fan of of uh, reconstructive and the reason I choose for doing this work is because of that. 
and that is unique I, I would say well i looked everywhere for for methods and methodologies and and but that is unique so that there is nobody else no other method that could give me that mm. for me it's one of the most precious gifts of my life so that is why I, I i really choose to dedicate my life to that method because that is what that method gave me and that is basically about violence mm. about violence and, and i think in its in its essence in its energy it's strength it's i want to live i want to to make something of my life i want to become the person i want to be it's, it's like that energy and, and that is in violence so you if you live in rejection of your own violence and in rejection of the violence of others because you are too afraid well then then you lose that 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 kind of energy the way is more the other way around you need more consciousness about all that and then it becomes better manageable and then you project less and you see okay it's all in me and consciousness gives gives me freedom. Yeah. Consciousness gives gives me freedom. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I also really remember that in uh, reconstructives that or myself I experienced violence or someone else that it uh, it it gave so much clarity and that other peoples, even the ones who, in some way you could say were attacked afterwards, said, "I needed that. I needed." I needed that, so I was. That was for me really like the world upside down. That that the strength that I saw uh, as violence was was uh, needed, was was helpful for people to make things clear. I think uh, if we we uh, uh, avoid a lot of violence, a lot of things get blurry. And uh, uh, but I think the way we we were educating ourselves as children then we wanted to be good boys in my case a good i wanted to be a good boy and a good boy was a boy without violence you know that was a good boy so so there was that, that struggle against my own violence and that struggle against the violence of others and of course the fear because i felt that that that, that in a way it was not working you know that is the fear i'm doing something but i never will get there you know i never I had fear all my life that I wasn't able to keep my own violence into control and and and, and I had to live it more, you know, to, to, to go through it more, to see it more, to become it more, to be to be able to to feel okay, okay, now I can I can get clearer about it, I can get conscious and then and then well the reality is not too bad. You know, the rea I'm I'm just a human, I'm really okay with that. And it's even then my my what I want to do in life to bring people there. So I want I want to waken up in a way the violence of others, the violence of my clients, because it's the way that needed consciousness uh, and they are not innocent. And if they are only in the perception of the victim, then they are innocent and they are not aware of how violent, how strong they are. You know, your violence is where your strength is. Yeah. And of course, we are not animals. So that, that means that we as a human, we have a task to do something with that. And, and that task is consciousness. And, and that is a, a marvelous gift that we as humans have that we can like develop consciousness about all those aspects of what it is to be human. Okay, I also think that this talk was a marvelous gift. I really enjoyed it. It was a really nice and energetic uh, topic to explain more about it um, is there anything that you had in your mind you wanted to talk about today that we haven't addressed yet that you want to mention well 
maybe it was clear enough, but I want to really, like the listeners, I want to really advise them instead of focus on the violence of the world or on the violence of others to really investigate their own violence. It's like, it's a, a marvelous gate and you will find, you will find treasures at the other side of that gate. And it's about your own violence, not about the violence of others. Great, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Jörg. In two weeks, uh, there will be a, a new episode and uh, Lorena and Juliet will talk about wild women and they will invite a special guest. So see you back in and hear you back in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, thank you.